Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Podcast episodes also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 820 AM across Central Virginia, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Again, that's PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. And today we're excited to be joined by Lori Mayer, the Stroke Program Coordinator at Bon Secours Southside Medical Center, for a conversation about what's known as the Brain Lane at the Petersburg Hospital to facilitate the rapid triage and scanning of patients suffering a stroke, which is one of the leading causes of death in the U.S. Before that, though, welcome to the program, Lori, and thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, it's our pleasure. And so, Laura, you're here to chat with us today to talk about responding to the needs of patients experiencing a stroke and a program at Southside Medical Center designed to do that. As a foundation for this conversation, Laura, can you tell us what happens to people when they have a stroke, which, generally speaking, results from an interruption of blood flow to the brain, and why it's so important for people to get rapid treatment when that does happen? Yeah, absolutely. So when patients experience this disruption of blood flow to the brain, they experience neurological symptoms. Those could be anywhere from off balance, feeling like you can't stand up, frequent falling, to a sudden onset of slurred speech or facial droop, one-sided weakness, unilateral weakness. Any of those things can indicate that you're having a stroke. And it's so important to get treatment quickly because there's certain treatments that we're able to provide if you're in a certain time frame, such as a clot-busting medication that has to be given within four and a half hours of onset of those symptoms. Do you wish you could focus on practicing medicine without all the distractions? Covaris is here to help. As a leader in medical professional liability insurance with more than 45 years experience, Covaris provides insurance protection with data-driven predictive modeling to help you mitigate the risk of claims. By combining insurance protection with risk analytics services, you can reduce distractions and focus on improving clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Covaris is reinventing what you should expect from your medical professional liability provider. Find out all Covaris can offer you at covaris.com. That's C-O-V-E-R-Y-S.com. Insurance products issued by Medical Professional Mutual Insurance Company and its insurance subsidiaries, Boston, Massachusetts. And there's actually an acronym. You, you mentioned the importance of rapid treatment. You said within four hours of, of onset of symptoms for a certain medication. There's an acronym FAST, which refers to some of the things you talked about, face drooping, inability to properly use your arms, slurred speech, and time to call 911, F-A-S-T. That underscores that need to act fast that you were just mentioning. And while many people may recover from a stroke, the statistics indicate that someone in the U.S. dies from a stroke every four minutes. And there's also some data, as I understand it, that indicates there's a trend towards younger people having strokes. So, Lori, I wonder if you could, for the education of those who are listening, tell us what some of the risk factors for stroke are and what advice uh, you would offer to people listening if they or someone they know experiences that condition. Absolutely. There's multiple risk factors, some that are modifiable, meaning things that we can do to improve that risk. There are also things that are non-modifiable, meaning there are things that we're kind of stuck with and have to deal with. So some of your modifiable risk factors are smoking, high blood pressure, sleep apnea, high cholesterol, things like that, that given the proper treatment, we can move past that. So taking your blood pressure medicine appropriately, diet and exercise to improve that blood pressure, things that you can do to change. Your non-modifiable risk factors, things we're stuck with, things we have to just deal with, 
age, gender, race. Those are the things we're kind of born with. We kind of have to just deal with. So those are our risk factors. And then one of the most important things is to really get to the hospital as quickly as you can if you or someone you know are having these symptoms. Don't drive yourself to the hospital. Call 911. And there's multiple reasons for calling 911. First of all, if you're having neuro symptoms, we certainly don't want you getting into the car and putting yourself at risk or somebody else at risk. The other piece is EMS can start treatment en route and then notify the hospital so that they're ready for you when they roll in. Well, that's great advice, and I appreciate you sharing that. Now let's talk about the Brain Lane program that we mentioned at Bon Secours Southside Medical Center. If you could, Lori, can you tell us how it originated, how it works, how many patients have been treated, and how it's working to improve patient outcomes? Absolutely. The Brain Lane was born out of the idea that we were kind of stagnant in our door-to-needle times, which is our metric for the time that it takes for a patient to arrive to the time that we're able to give them, especially this medication called Alteplase that is a clot-busting medication that can improve your neurosymptoms. We were kind of at this place where we were pretty stagnant, not really improving to where we wanted to get. So we took a step back and looked at our workflow, our process of when these patients arrive to the time that we're giving them this medication and realize that on the front end, there tended to be some delays of assessing a patient, figuring out what was going on with that patient and formulating a plan. So from there, we came up with this idea of the brain lane, which is really a place for rapid triaging, no more than five minutes with a stopwatch, a timer, so that everyone knows where you are, that we can really stop come together as a team, evaluate the patient, and formulate a plan before that person goes on to have imaging of their brain, that CT scan that's so important. When did this program take shape? And since it's been in existence, how many patients uh, have been treated? So we implemented the program in August of 2021. So we've been four or five months into it. And we've probably treated approximately 80 patients that have come through that we have assessed for stroke and given them TPA if appropriate. It has really organized our process, so we're seeing good outcomes. And that was going to be my my next question. So you do think that this rapid triage process is leading to enhanced outcomes for patients? Absolutely. Uh, We have many outstanding door-to-needle times that are indicative of seeing that drive down. We have an eight-minute door-to-needle that we're really proud of, But our average Jordan needle has gone from probably 40 minutes prior to to about 20 minutes afterwards. And that is really driving better outcomes of these patients because they're getting treatment faster. So they have better outcome, lower disability afterwards. Well, I appreciate you uh, you sharing that, and it's great to hear that uh, this process is working as intended. For anyone who wants to learn more about strokes, we'd encourage you to visit stroke.org, which is the division of the American Heart Association, to learn more about the condition, about risk factors, about all the things that uh, Lori's been discussing during our conversation so far. And Lori, now that we've tackled the formal stuff, I do have a pair of more lighthearted questions to give our listeners a bit of a sense of who you are beyond the work you do. The first, and this is an entirely imaginary premise, but in the hypothetical sense, scenario that you could anticipate your final day on earth, what would your last meal be? Sushi. Absolutely sushi. Any particular type? No particular type. Something something good. All right. Well, that sounds like a good last meal. And then to close us out, if you were stranded on a deserted island, Lori, what one book, 
one album and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Oh, that is a tough question. Books, I would have to say Anne of Green Gables. Okay. My childhood favorite. It always brings me back to a happy place when I read it. My name is Anne Shirley. Anne spelled with me. It's a girl. I can see that. Where's the boy? There weren't any. Just her. We have absolutely no use for a girl. You don't want me because I'm not a boy? She's no good for us. We might be of some good to her. Movie. That's an easy one. The Princess Bride. Okay. It's a classic. Absolutely. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And then and the album. Album. I don't. Li- I honestly, I don't listen to a lot of music. I'm more of a podcast and audible books kind of person. So. Okay, give us a podcast recommendation then. Radio Lab is my favorite any day of the week. We're on a podcast right now, so we will not turn our nose up at other podcasts. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, listen, that is going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are available. And we want to once again thank our guest, Lori Mayer, who is the Stroke Program Coordinator at Bonds Corps Southside Medical Center for being with us today. So thank you, Lori. Thanks for having me. It was great. 